Welcome to another episode of The Skill of Happiness. My guest today is Cecilia Bolander. She's a former judo player and now she's an MMA fighter with a goal of becoming a world champion. And I'm sure she's gonna make it. She's so brave and inspiring. And I always learn something when I interact with her. So now I'm very excited for you to listen to our conversation. Let's jump in. So today's guest is Cecilia Bolander. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Uh, I'm actually perfect, yeah. It's weird, <laughs> but you gotta allow yourself to be that some days. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So for my listeners, I would just like to get them to know you a little. Yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Where you're from, who you yeah. are, what your dreams are. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I love to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, um, yeah, of course, my name is Cecilia Bolander. I'm actually 26 years old now, which doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> I. <laughs> How, what age do you feel like? I probably feel around like 17, 18, <laughs> somewhere around that. I mean, in some ways I can be very mature, but in a lot of ways I can be very like, yeah, I, I probably got the playfulness of a youngster. Like, mm. yeah, I want to, I want to do stuff. I want to climb on walls and not sit still. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a city maybe you can call it i don't know badu mm. which is like right outside of oslo so very like suburban style i have my mom and my dad and my brother which is five years older than me and my parents are 40 years older than me so they got me when they were kind of not young not old uh which i love makes them stay my parents not my friends <laughs> um yeah i forever been active like all my life never ever could sit still mm. and i've always i i care a lot about other people and more than i care about myself like a hundred percent and which is good sometimes and which is bad sometimes um which most skills are mm. and um yeah i would say i've had like very protective childhood like it's been going in the same circles mm. like going to training going to school being with my friends i would never be home though i no. would like always go outside so yeah a good a good way of explaining who I am is just explaining me as a kid because we had these class lists with like all the numbers of our classmates and back then you had like you didn't have cell phones you had like the 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 wired phone in the house so we had one one number for every single single person in the class and then whenever I was bored I just started or basically I woke up I ate breakfast or whatever I did and then two seconds later I would like pull out the the <laughs> list and then start ringing <laughs> and I would start with the people that I liked the most hang out with <laughs> and if they couldn't if they couldn't then I would just go to the next one 
and then just <laughs> keep on calling until someone said yes. <laughs> so I would like never be alone, no. and and that's basically me today too. Like I'm almost never alone. Like I sleep alone, but that's it basically. Yeah. Uh, either I hang out with my friends or my family. So so yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. I'm very like I I need to be social. I need to yeah. hang out with people. So yeah, you're just you're both social, and you know that you have the power over how social you are. How many friends do you have? Yeah. Or yeah. some people are just sitting there waiting for people to call them, oh. and a hundred percent they never call, and they're like, well, yeah. what if you try to call? Yeah. And see what I happens? will admit that like it feels good having someone calling you, mm-hmm. but I mean it. In the end of the day, it also depends on like who's calling you. Mm. Like, do you want that person in your life? Do you not? Like, there's, yeah. Once you get old, older, that means more kind of like mm. who you actually use your time with. So, so, I mean, for me, I'm very like, I'm a control freak, like no doubts mm-hmm. when in every aspect of my life. Oh, really? I like a hundred percent. Like what? So no, but like I always need to. I I just need that. If there's a situation I can't control, then I'm super uncomfortable. Really? So, like, for example, when it comes to when I go to bed, when I wake up, like, I always have set the same time. Like, at 10 o'clock, I turn everything off. By 11, I'm in bed. Mm. By 8 o'clock, I'm awake. (laughs) Like, it's very, like, uh, predictable, Mm. in a way. Mm. But I also feel that's part of my job, being an athlete. Like, I need to... I need to be in the best mental state that I can be. And sleep is the number one thing to be in a good mental state. And it's the hardest task too, to, to create like a good environment for a good sleep. Mm. Um, but yeah. And when it comes to food, when it comes to what I use my time on, like all of, all of this, I, I kind of love and, uh, you know, way obsess about having uh, control over and and yeah. But I'm at the same time I'm very social, so I need like to use a lot of time. Like for example, being here talking on podcasts, like I love those things. Mm. I love like <laughs> no doubt. Like I love talking to people. I love learning new stuff. Mm. Yeah, but like situation I can't control in a way like that's those are hard for me. But how do you handle them? Because it happens. You can't control oh, everything definitely. in life. No. So I assume you have like a technique or something to to like gain, Grasp. gain control yeah. again. I mean, we actually, this is like super new info for me because <laughs> um, I'm always like active trying to make myself better in, and that's, I mean, the job that I have being an athlete um makes me always wanting to like make myself better mm. and usually in a physical way yeah but then if you talk to anyone being a world champion they would say like basically fuck the physical first because that will always come in the end you just need to focus on your head like mm. so so i know that i like or one of my goals this year, when I came into this year, I was like, I need, I need two hundred thousand kroners in sponsors. Okay, that's one goal. <laughs> I want 
to figure out who my team is going to be. And I, I need a mental coach. Like that's, that's one of my priorities. Mm. And I had this guy in the back of my mind and every time we haven't been talking that much. And he's also uh, from the same background as me. I, I come from judo. I've done judo for many years, so from I was eight till 23. And, um, and every time I met him, he always was, we were just on the same level mm. and we were grounded the same way. Mm. So we were vibing 100%. And we always had these deep, good talks and he was always in the back of my head. And I knew when I, when I decided on, on making that a priority, finding a, a mental coach, then, then he would be the first one I call. And I did. And he was like super thankful. And we started working together. And then last Friday, I broke my thumb, mm. which is not ideal for being an athlete. <laughs> Actually, like now that I'm a MMA fighter, as I didn't mention, but I am. <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of ideal to actually have a thumb and a hand to, to do your striking with and grappling and everything. But yeah, I, I definitely broke my, my thumb because of me being on like a breaking point and mm. like I've been so tired for like ever since last year mm. and not wanting to acknowledge because I don't like being not good. Mm. I love being good. Mm. Everybody loves to be mm. good. Yeah. But then you try to ignore it and that's never the way out of it. So we had this really good conversation just uh, two two days later. Because my, you can almost say like my ritual when coping with bad situations. And like you, like you asked me, what do you do whenever you feel like you don't have control? I spiral into this super mental state, mm. like negative mental state. And I just drag myself down. So I start laying on the sofa. I start eating very bad. I, and that makes me sleep less mm. and then it goes like in a bad circle and a lot of people can recognize that yeah i'm sure so well we actually started talking about like why why do i do that mm. and what we figure out is just that i put myself in that position partly because it's a it's um that's just how i learned to deal with shitty situations mm. And, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> I'm a super emotional person. And at the same time, I always set myself out there. Mm. And like, so there's a lot of shit coming my way, like yeah. always. And the way I deal with it is not actually dealing with it. It's eating. Mm. And, um, and then we also figure out that I, whenever I actually am happy, I don't allow myself to be happy. Hmm. So I do the same. Oh. And with that, I, I kind of, for example, a good example is whenever I have a, I have a fight, I'm like the most myself, like it's crazy. Like whenever hmm. I'm in the cage, it's like, it, 
the one you see on the outside kind of is like a super alter ego and i also feel that part on my own because i think that's the mental state i have to get mm. into just to do what i do but mm. um i i just feel so alive so happy like mm. i couldn't like like a goddess yeah like it's crazy like i feel so much power i feel so much control mm -hmm. like i just know that this is me like this this is a hundred percent what i'm supposed to do mm. but whenever i'm done i always spiral down mm. just because i'm happy and i don't allow myself to be mm. happy then i have to go down mm. to not be happy and to basically be miserable mm. and how i do that is by laying on the sofa and eating crap so that's what I do. And then I do that until I feel like I can gain control again. Mm. So that's my problem. I've always been aiming to take control. But the only way I've learned that for myself is putting myself in difficult positions mm -hmm. to take control. But then he said to me, like, why won't you allow yourself to actually be happy? Because the day before I decided for myself, because I broke my thumb on Friday. On Saturday and Sunday, I laid in bed eating crap like just being miserable mm. feeling like like so swollen and all my joints were aching like i couldn't sleep all of that shit mm. and then we had this conversation on 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 monday and and the day before yeah on on, on sunday i i i decided i'm i'm going to accept being miserable <laughs> You know, and you, once I say it out loud now, it's like, it's so fucked up. Like, yeah. why would you accept being miserable? But that's the only way I've done it. Mm. Like, I've always accepted being miserable. Yeah. And there's a relief in that, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. whenever you do that, being in a miserable state, it's easier to be in that miserable yeah. state. 100%. But then your focus becomes negative because it's a negative vibe. Mm. But then he... Of course, ask me, why can't you accept being happy in the same way? Mm. It's basically the same kind of mentality and just like the same cause, basically. But the one is negative and the one is positive thinking. And once you do like the positive thinking, then everything around you turns positive. Mm. It's not very complicated. <laughs> like not, if yeah. you've done it, you understand. I think it's, yeah, it's like a skill you just have to practice it and when you do then you're like okay now it's like a muscle if you haven't trained it before 100 you get super sore and you're like i'm never gonna do this again i can't even lift my arm i can't wash my hair and then you're like but i need to wash my hair i can't just like not ever wash my hair again because my arm hurts 100 percent. you get used to it i know so once we figured out it was like because i get once he told me, uh, can you allow yourself to be happy? Can you can you focus on that? And I was like, the second he said it, I just got a lump in my mm. stomach. Like I was like, my stomach was twisting. Like I can't do this. Mm. Almost panicking just because I've never done it. Mm. So I didn't have the control. And no. me as a yeah. person having to have control. Woof. Like, it was so hard to accepting <laughs> yeah. the fact that I need to start working on actually allowing myself to be happy because happy means the same kind of thing I do when I try to come back from a negative spiral. Mm. 
like I need to gain control. I do eat right. I sleep well, like all of this. But me being on top, being like once I'm out of that negative vibe and instead of then going back down, mm. I would just keep on being there mm. and allowing myself to actually be happy and eating. And it means doing the same thing as when I I I go out of the negativity, like eating good, sleeping well, mm. being with fa- friends and family, like all of this. Mm. It's the same. But in the end, once you learn it, it's it becomes easy. Mm. Then, because as of right now, it's always in the back of my head, like, you can just go and lay on the sofa. You can <laughs> eat whatever chocolate you want. Yeah. Like, you don't have a fight in, like, three months. You'll, you'll manage. Mm. But then it's always, you're always on this, like, back end of everything. Like, you're, you're not up to date. You're, like, always, like, chasing. It's and, like, yeah. yeah. No, it's just better to be chasing something and your goals while you actually feel good and 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 like a question my mental coach asked me was do you think that a world champion is accepting having it bad or accepting being happy and i was like probably happy (laughs) just because i don't think you can ever be a world champion accepting having it like shit like it's uh yeah i don't think that's possible because it like the chemicals in your body will physically stop you yeah yeah it's so interesting just by how yeah how breathing deeply will activate endorphins in Uh, your body and all that stuff and it's um the nerve nets like yeah. everything when you're talking i'm thinking about it's it seems to me like it's your your high self competing with your ego so your ego is like no don't worry about it you can just lay on the bed Excellent. yeah you don't have to you can eat that eat as much as you want mm-hmm. <laughs> and your high self is like no please mm. you belong here i want you here mm-hmm. <laughs> no but like 100% like it's crazy like how many years I've been doing this to myself and I know that I've been doing it. I'm not like I'm not not aware. So you before your coach told you or asked you do and uh, not want to be happy or mm-hmm. something like that. Did you know that you didn't allow yourself to to just be in that happy state? I, I I understood like I didn't understand it at the second he asked me. No. But then he kinda told me in a few different ways and then I was like, this shit, like for real. Yeah. I'm accepting to feel bad and be miserable. Yeah. And here I am saying that I wanna be the UFC champion, all of this shit, and how the hell are you gonna become a champion if you're accepting to be crap? Mm. Like yeah. it's, it's never gonna happen. Like even if you want it most in the whole entire world, but that, that's probably why. Like I also feel like I'm in the, in the field that I should be, mm. just because I'm I'm always trying to evolve and like why, like can, for example, that conversation like make me, a better person for myself and, therefore 
people around me because it always starts with yourself mm. even though you don't feel like it mm. it always starts with yourself like a hundred percent if you're not there then it's probably going to take you some years to figure it out but in the end mm. hopefully i i truly hope that everyone <laughs> that listening and everything like at one point you're going to understand like everything starts with yourself even if like the hardest cases mm. uh, yeah and, and also i read this book uh, I think it's called The Big Leap, mm-hmm. where he's talking about uh, upper limit problem. Yeah. So what he says is that, like, just what you you told me that you you have a fight and that or a competition and then mm. you win and you feel amazing, mm-hmm. but you don't let your body feel amazing, mm-hmm. so you punish yourself in a way mm-hmm. 100%. to to not deserve it, sort of. And uh, it's yeah, a lot of people do that. They're like. Oh, I'm doing great in my job now. So my relationships are shit because I something needs yeah, to be. Yeah, I can't have it this good. I know. And it's it's there's so, so many people that don't allow themselves to be happy, and it's so weird. But I think it's a part of society, the way that we w- work with everything. Like for example, my my worst year was 2019. I got in this super depression, and I for the first time ever since I was like a little kid, I had like super anxiety attacks. And it was so new to me, like being in the age that I were and, and just, I couldn't understand anything. I was so depressed. It was like, it's, it was crazy. It was dark. Mm. It was so dark. But, but again, like all, all of social media, all of society, everyone were like, you need to look inside yourself and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like all of this. And, and I tried, I really tried for one year. I was like, how the fucking <laughs> hell, sorry about swearing, but like, how the hell am I getting out of this? Actually looking inside because the only question for me was like, how am I bringing myself back to actually feel something? Because mm-hmm. once you're in the depression, usually you don't feel, mm-hmm. you, you feel sad and all of this negativity and all of that. But like, usually it, it's emotionless yeah. like it's 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 just so monotone you don't care you don't, like, care. I don't care i don't care yeah. you don't care about anything you don't care about yourself your family your friends it doesn't matter like mm. life is just shit mm. and in the end of that year i was like i can't do this anymore like if i were to go even more into myself i would like i would not be here like a hundred percent like i would it was just it's crazy so what i actually did was like because i'm always like searching to like (laughs) i'm not the person like i need to get better kind of so i always for first of all i always talk and i'm very grateful having the family that i have and the friends that i have because i've never felt like insecure and not being able to talk about my emotions feelings and all of this mm. it's more that i stopping myself in that case mm. if i'm not but i started to think about like how i was as a child and back to the list of like taking one calling one mm. at a time mm. i was like thinking of that specific moment like okay i need to go back to that mm. i need to start caring about and focusing on everyone around me because that's what's making me happy so once i did that and started not focusing 
so much like inside yourself and all of this i'm not saying that that's a bad thing you have to understand that you need yourself mm. leveled mm. once going into stuff but but that was my way out like a hundred percent starting to focusing on everybody else but did you did that come to you by yourself or did somebody tell you like do this or how was it your own power sort of that took you out of it I maybe there was something I saw on TV maybe yeah. like something that made that thought come to mind yeah but I, there wasn't anyone tell me no. like you should do this no. like no. no but um but yeah it was just me being curious and I'm very curious <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah that's kind of like just the way that I got out of that and uh, and and that's kind of something that I always like try to try to remember mm. like focusing on something outside yourself and my dad also been struggling with a lot of anxiety and and all of this um and he would always say to us whenever we're very down uh, just try to try to bring the focus outside don't focus mm. on yourself like try mm. to just do something like do the dishes uh I don't know. Yeah. Just so your yeah, just change your focus yeah. from yourself. Mm. And usually all of a sudden you feel better. Mm. And I would never kind of understand. I said it said it in many, many years. Mm. For many, many years. But then probably something once you get deep down. Yeah. And then you get desperate. Yeah. And then shit just kind of pieces together, yeah. kind of. Looking yeah. looking back at that experience, mm. uh, what did you learn from it? Do you have any like key learnings from that period in your life where you were just like, this sucks? It's like such a hard question because... And it's kind of scary to answer too because... I feel... What worked for me you can see it this way okay mm -hmm. some people are like deadly allergic to peanuts mm. and some people can eat like a whole bag of peanuts so we're so different so it's like scary to answer it because mm -hmm. we're so different so yeah. so someone in a desperate situation now listening to potentially what i mm. used to get out of depression that may be probably will not work for you yeah, just because yeah. we're so different yeah. but but i think yeah just the biggest thing was just learning first of all learning that you can actually be severely like mentally ill because mm. i never understood that before no, no but i was like yeah once you get in that and everything turns dark you kind of understand Mm. how people for example in an early age or or just feel like there's no way out like how they actually yeah not come back from it but uh, probably just the so cliche to say but like the strength that you actually have and the power that you have over yourself mm. like never ever ever give up on yourself mm. like ever 
And it's like so cliche, <laughs> but it's so true. Like yeah, that's the reason why it's a cliche because it it's true. It's true. <laughs> like all the quotes out there, yeah. they came from something, yeah. and you can say that they're so like awkward or whatever. Like I yeah. love quotes. Do you have the favorite quote or? A favorite quote. I have so many. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many. And right now I actually go blank. But like there yeah, I, I the words I, you live your life by somebody told you something and you're like keep reminding yourself that yeah. sentence or I mean I think I have three they're probably not quotes but like shit that I've learned. Like uh one of them is like life is not a movie. Okay, and what do you mean by that? And for me, I am like, for example, I'm a hopeless romantic. And I, I don't I don't mean in a way that you don't have movie-like-ish times in your life. Mm. But like, except, like, expecting life to be a movie and being like American, you know, <laughs> everything turns out great and like all of this, it makes your life, I think... Or it, for me, it makes my life a lot harder because I get so much, um, oh, what's it called? Like I get so much um, expectations. Yeah, yeah. To to uh, different situations. Yeah. Like I build up this. Oh, this is gonna happen. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna feel this way. <laughs> I'm gonna do that and all of this, and then nothing ever turns out the way that mm. I I think is gonna turn out. Mm. And hence the. Probably because also I don't allow myself or haven't allowed myself yeah. to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of what comes around goes around. Um, and then I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And it's a hard thing to believe because there's terrible things happening. Mm. And it's something that I kind of don't want to believe. Mm. But I truly like think that everything happens for a reason and there's a yeah. I just it's just something that I feel. Like I, I can't really explain it, but it just yeah, it just makes sense for me in a yeah. way. And uh, yeah, I really believe in karma too though. Mm. So it's like it's kind of those three like everything happens for a reason, life is not a movie. <laughs> And, and be careful what you you say, mm. basically, because that that's gonna be everything you say is a manifestation. Yeah. Like everything, so, yeah, yeah. So everything you say, everything you do, what you think. I know. So happen. so like once you put it out there in words, mm. it's it's probably gonna happen so if you put out a lot of negativity then you're gonna get a lot of negativity and if you put out a lot of positive shit then mm. you're gonna get a lot of positive shit back yeah. and then be ready to be happy <laughs> like, yeah i talked to about it with a friend yesterday <clears throat> and um and it, i was like just manifesting all these great things in life mm -hmm. and he was like but are you not afraid to get disappointed mm -hmm. and I was like no no because either it's gonna happen mm -hmm. 
or it's going to feel like it happened. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter if it, like, if I physically live. Sorry, people. <laughs> Just making some noise here. <laughs> if I live in a castle or if it feels like it, it doesn't really matter. No. And also, it was just uh speaking about karma yeah super interesting i love I, karma I, I, I have it tattooed on the inside of my lip really yeah, i do hair <laughs> i know yeah That's funny. so it's it's very like i have two tattoos okay. i have judo on the side yeah and then i have i have karma written yeah. on the inside of my lower lip just because yeah. i see what you say yeah will become like yeah and, but I also find it so interesting that it's not just what you say, but it's what you think also. Mm. When I was in India for my yoga teacher training, mm. uh, the person next to me or like in the room next to me mm. was just coughing all night. Mm. And the first couple of nights I was like, oh my God, stop mm. it. This mm. is so annoying. I can't sleep. Mm. You're interrupting my sleep and you're mm. ruining my day. Mm. And then I was like, okay, so this is not helping. No. Not me and not her and not anyone. No. So then I was like, okay, let's try this karma thing. Mm. <laughs> so I was I was just um, giving her love through my thoughts. And I was like, I feel so much love for you. I hope you get better. That must hurt to be coughing all the time. And I was just like giving her so much mm. love through my thoughts. Mm. And she stopped coughing. Mm-hmm mind blown what's going on <laughs> this yeah. life we live yeah a hundred percent like there's no doubt that there's power in the mind like and i i i'm probably like like i don't have a problem for example with the alternative stuff like, uh, like yesterday, I were in narcosis. Nar mm, yeah. yeah. Whenever I did the operation on my oh, thumb. Yeah. yeah. And straight after, I went on this one hour walk. I went home. I ate breakfast. And then and then I went to my alternative doctor, I would call her. Yeah. And, and she, like, there's so much we don't know. Mm. And in Western medicine, it's very like you solve everything with pills, mm. like every. But I, I've always known that there's, there's so much power in energy. Like there's like people don't understand. Like mm. there's so much energy. Like how can you explain walking into a room, and there's, you just feel like there's some person, that you can. Instantly, you haven't exchanged one word, mm. but you just know that you're connected to that person. Mm. Like, and it's not because of the looks or no. the environment or anything. Like, it's that person. Like, you're vibing on the same level mm. without ever, like, ever speaking to each other. And it's so weird to me, but a hundred percent makes sense. Like, yeah. there's gotta be energy out there. That, like, just the energy that grounds us. Mm. Yeah. So, so she was like putting my aura back. Like for me, it's still like weird, but I can feel it. Like she mm -hmm. was like, "Oh, your aura is like a little <laughs> bit crooked and spaced out, basically." Because oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> clumsy. Because she truly believes that when you go into narcosis, you kind of leave your body in a way. Oh, okay. And and it, or it gets like a little bit crooked. Okay, you can say. Yeah. 
So, so she was like making all this, yeah, putting my aura back in, mm-hmm. into place. And and now with the broken thumb, I'm I'm sleeping with a, a crystal, and Tibetan crystal, and I'm he- and trying to learn how to heal myself with a crystal, like all of this. And and for me, it it makes sense, mm-hmm. and also it doesn't kind of it doesn't bring anything bad, like it no, it's not a pill. Like no. I, it, it's energy, mm. like. I truly believe that the only thing that can come out of energy is just the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, yeah, because so, yeah, like when my friend was like, "Don't you are you not afraid of getting disappointed?" I'm like, "What? No." And it's not gonna. If I believe in this, uh, it's not gonna hurt anyone. If it works, it's gonna help a lot of people. So hundred uh, percent. And the more I believe in it, the more it's gonna help me and everyone else. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like the, the the positive shit that you think and believe, like just go with it. You don't have to control everything. No. Trust me. I wanna <laughs> control everything. Yeah. But I can't. No. So once you do do the good karma and say good things to yourself and others and 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 things will be good and then allow yourself yeah. for things to be good. So how are you gonna be a world championship? person <laughs> yes just like how are you gonna be like the because i tell my friend how, how? she's gonna be the like the best in the world mma fighter ever. yeah and uh i believe that's true mm-hmm. uh, i'm just curious uh, on how how okay. or, do you know, or just like because uh, that's also a thing about like energy and stuff you don't always have to know the how you just mm-hmm. want to know the the why mm-hmm. and trust the process and it's gonna happen i don't think anyone knows how the person that becomes a world champion they don't know how no they learn how yeah once they are but there's like i think i think the most important part is like accepting and saying that you want to like you want to do this mm. you you whether like the good and the bad and the ugly mm. kind of mm. you just have to accept the fact that you want to become it mm. and and for me it took like a lot of time it's probably like it's still there's still a lot of doubts inside of me in a way just because there it's a process like you need to to let yourself truly feel in and i'm probably there when most of the times I feel and I know I have it inside me I always have that energy inside me like this is what I want to do I don't know how I'm gonna do it and definitely like all of a sudden now I'm in MMA like I thought I was gonna do this in judo mm. right but then at the same time when I was at ju- in judo I I knew that I didn't have the people around me to to become mm. a world champion so so that's why the universe threw me into MMA mm-hmm. and, and now I'm like I'm I'm closer than ever. So when you started MMA, mm. were you thinking about like was it uh, always your goal to be like best at it or mm. were you just like I want to do this for fun. This is just I need to put my energy somewhere and yeah. I need to be active. No, 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 I I definitely felt like I'm I'm not done. I'm not done in being 
the best that I can be mm. when it comes to sport. Yeah. And when it comes to sport, you only have a limited time. Like yeah. you can be whoever you want to be, but being a world champion when you're 70, that's a hard, <laughs> like in the master class and stuff like that, you can. But yeah, yeah. being a world champion in MMA will be a hard hard thing to do when you're 70 yeah, i think yeah. i think your body will work against you then mm. more than ever um but yeah i definitely did like when i so the whole process was that i got in my depression because of a conflict that i had with the judo federation mm. sorry mm. my mom's gonna be mad um of a conflict that i had with the judo federation and then I said to myself, I'm going to give it a year because hence I want to, like, I've always felt that I want to do something with sport. So you wanted with to sport. give MMA a year? No, I want, I wanted to give uh, the Federation a year okay, to do yeah, the Federation yeah. to figure out, like, the conflict that we had. And it was always sponsors, like a shitty thing. Like, it was so easy to fix, but they were like, no. And once they said no, they're like, we're not mm -hmm. taking it back. Mm -hmm. Although they probably understood that they were in the wrong, but... Yeah, that's that's just sports in a nutshell. Okay. Yeah, and definitely like smaller sports in Norway. Mm. But a year went by, and I understood that I had to give up judo. And then, because how you're gonna be the best if you don't, or if you're not allowed to have the sponsors like mm. how how so because the federation doesn't pay me no so, so i need the sponsors yeah and when they say no to sponsors how the hell am i gonna <laughs> do this shit like yeah. that's the only way i get paid mm. and that's when i've always like people the time that round the rouse it was like big mm. and and came through in the mma and she was a former uh, she has third place in the Olympics in judo and she went over to MMA and blah, blah. in that time everyone was like calling me around the world so, like everyone was ah when you're going into MMA blah, blah, blah. and I was like what the hell is MMA <laughs> like, I don't, what is this shit like everyone's calling me around the world and I don't even know what, what this or who this person is mm -hmm. and then I kind of got aware of this sport and I probably in that year, I, or I, I simultaneously, when I was doing July, I was like, I'm going to end up in my MMA. A hundred percent. But I was thinking I would be in MMA when I was like 28. Mm. I, w I was going to be done with judo yeah, first. Yeah. And, uh, and I ended up being in MMA four years earlier than I was <laughs> expecting to. Yeah. But everything, again, happens for a reason. And, and... And once I did that that switch over to MMA, I, like everything made sense. Mm. Everything made sense. And I was like, how the hell did you not go here <laughs> earlier? Like, yeah. this is like the group that I'm in. Like the, 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 my team, my, my teammates, my my coaches, everyone just, they make so much sense. And I'm, I'm truly a lot, like I've always felt like I've been allowed to be myself with like, I'm truly myself with this team. Like, mm for the good and the bad mm -hmm. like they see I'm, I'm a person i i'm very emotional as i said mm -hmm. and and 
how I react to stuff. Like when I, I get frustrated, I cry. And when I'm, I'm sad, I get silent. Yeah. And most of the time I, I'm not either of those. So I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm very like outgoing, very extrovert. Like mm-hmm. I talk, yeah, I am a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just a crazy amount of excitement then it's in MMA. It's, it, it, yeah. And there's no rules. In a way, like yeah. there's rules yeah. in the sport, mm. but I'm a, I'm my own boss, mm. and for me and the person that I am, that is like it's crucial. Mm. Like I need to be in control of where I want to go and who I want to go there with, mm. and it's amazing because I see myself as a project. I see myself as a f- uh, it's it's a brand mm. like me myself and my name is a brand a hundred percent so whenever i take people into like a part of my crew then they become part of me and mm. all, all and i give them my all mm. so so i'm very like i'm just super grateful for just the people that i've got so far and and yeah there's no doubts in my mind that we're we're becoming the best like a hundred percent and it's weird to say because mm-hmm. still i'm like i'm in the beginning of the process and no i'm not gonna be a world champion tomorrow and that's not the point either yeah. i will become it in the end and i'm gonna become a world champion from outside it's gonna look like this suburban girl which (laughs) is not from any like childhood trauma home like there's there's it's just a regular Mm. person Mm. basically that didn't decide to put on a suit and work eight to four Mm, yeah so it's like that is that's so cool and so inspiring because then people are like oh Maybe I don't have to put on the suit and work eight till four. Exactly. Like, I just don't understand, like, why do you have to come from all these, like, desperate childhood traumas? Like, you don't. Like, if you feel you have some power in you and it's just, if you have that feeling, you know. Hmm. But how do you, like... So for listeners now mm, who are like, yeah, I have this feeling... mm, then what? Yeah. Allow yourself to have that. Yeah. Because most of the people that have this, and it's called probably like intention or intuitions or whatever, it's yeah. in that feeling. Yeah, yeah. That feeling. And if you don't allow, it's never going to happen. But if you just start allowing yourself in your mind, then everything around you will just follow that. Mm. And you'll all of a sudden sitting in a world where you're the most happy you've ever been Mm. and with the people that love you the most and accepting you for who you are and i mean in the end of the day like we're all different and thank god for that Mm. like we're not supposed to be the same and that's always why some people don't understand your decisions and some people do Mm. But and just be, just allow yourself to feel the way you feel and, and, and go with the, go with the flow. <laughs> like, just go with your intention. Yeah. Uh, or go with your flow. Yeah. yeah. Go with your flow. Mm. Like, 100%. Like, yeah. don't, 
Don't, and try. And I think the most important part about life and where you actually want to be is allowing yourself to fail. Like, mm. just be... Failure is your best friend. Yeah. So how would, how would you define failure? What is that for you? I mean, I would say failure is a way that you're being set back. Like, mm -hmm. breaking... It's not... It's a very dramatic word. Mm -hmm. 100%. For me, it's not. Like, I don't care if I call it failure or setback or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. It's not that, that much of a loaded word for you. No. no. It, it's just a part of the process. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... Although, like the other day I said... I said to my mom, like, isn't it weird that for every single step you take... And not like... Uh, like... Uh, symbolic step like actually the physical, physical yeah. step of well, using your feet yeah. <laughs> then that's a step forward even if it feels like it's going backwards mm. because time never stops mm. so even if you're if your focus is being the best for yourself then then there's i don't understand like there's you just gotta end up where you're supposed to end up mm. if you're allowing yourself mm. to go with the flow and your intentions mm. because time's never it never stops so every single step you take is just even if you like it or not you're getting closer mm. like you're just that's just the way it is <laughs> yeah. that's just how the world works yeah yeah it's crazy how it's so like simple and yet so complicated in a way or like yeah. it's it's like walking through the forest and all you see is trees but you don't know that when you when you get to the other side of the forest mm -hmm. it's just like an open landscape and you're free and I know. You're, you're where you're supposed to be 100% and usually the time where you feel like you're taking so many steps backwards mm. Or you're feeling like you're in the rut or that's probably seconds before you're out on the other <laughs> side. Yeah. So just, yeah, just time has like no, like it has no emotions kind of like it's just, it's just there. Mm. Time is just there mm. and it always moves forward whether you like it or not and hence like since you're living in time then whether you like it or not you're moving forward mm. you're not yeah and i just thought about like yeah what you just said about when it may feel the the hardest that's maybe like two meters before you're out of it mm. When you experience that kind of feeling, when you're like, oh my God, this is just, I don't have control. This is mm -hmm. messy. I don't know what to do. How do you like gain that? Like clarity? Kind of? yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I mean, the more, the more you allow to put yourself in difficult positions and, and wanting to improve on yourself it's gonna feel that more often you're gonna feel like mm. and then you're also gonna experience that it always works out mm. like you're just 
there's just you're almost there just mm. just just keep calm basically yeah and just allow time to work and then and then you'll be where you're supposed to be mm. but then your intentions has to be good kind of for yourself not for others but like yeah. for yourself yeah because there's a huge dif- difference between doing something for yourself and mm-hmm. then doing it for someone else like, are you doing this to prove something for this girl at your school 20 years ago <laughs> or are you i mean yeah. you should not neglect the fact that outside motivation is a good way to to move forward mm. sometimes but then you're what you're doing and where you want to go is for yourself because mm. in the end of the day that's all you have you have yourself you have to deal with yourself the like as long as you're on this earth mm. and after i don't know what's gonna happen but like mm. so for me i just always try to follow my gut i think we have that gut for Mm. a reason yeah and there's so few people that they always kind of uh, let society choose for them Mm. and then they end up being okay and i guess for me i don't want to be okay i want to be great i want to thrive i want to like (laughs) feel all the emotions out there i want to I want to be the best that I can be. And my first way of doing that is on this road to becoming a world champion. That's how I want to do it. Mm. I could probably just do it in something else too. Mm. But that's what I chose and that's what's yeah. triggering me. And that's what that's why I want to do it. So what do you believe your purpose in life is? Oh, I, I am in no doubt that I'm here to inspire Mm. like I don't know why I've always felt like that but I have like a like I mean if you I probably say like my goal is to become a world champion but like behind that like becoming a world champion is just material Mm. like that's a goal but then that's like the purpose the the whole meaning behind it's just I want to become such a good person for myself and also inspire people around me like there's there's a I saw this on YouTube it was probably a TED talk or something I always forget <laughs> these things and he said like it, if you feel like you want to inspire people then good for you Mm. then that's Mm. an amazing thing to do and it doesn't have to be a hundred million people you can inspire one two but the thing is like if your intention is to inspire you automatically make yourself a better version of yourself because you don't want to let yourself down and you don't want to let the people around you Mm. down but yeah, the most important is just stay true to yourself. If you feel like you have an intention to do something, just go with it. Like it's gonna be so hard because there's so many emotions attached to it, mm-hmm. and like it's everything. But it's gonna make you such a good person for yourself. 
and then therefore uh, such a good person for the people around you yeah so but everything again starts with yourself yeah. even though it's super hard to understand it but once you're in it you understand it like allowing yourself to be happy everything starts with yourself like mm. every time and i must say you truly are living your purpose you are an inspiration and just by yeah <laughs> doing your own thing and i also find it very inspiring how you are so uh you're so brave when you you show your emotions you're not like okay i'm just i have like a range from zero to hundred but i'm just going to show like between forty mm -hmm. and sixty. yeah you're like no 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 and most people do yeah most people only show like 20% of the sample. But, but like imagine yourself showing 100% of yourself. Mm. And uh, I mean, the one thing is like, yes, you give some kind of power to others and they can react in the way that they want to. But then actually the power that you give yourself of showing yourself 100% like mm. it's amazing yeah. if you if you actually get to that place where you are a you and your authentic self in the environment that you thrive and then don't like not giving a fuck about whatever other person think of your like you're going to be so good for the person's around you that needs you mm. you don't know who they are yeah. and probably they never tell you but just be who you are and then that's gonna be first of all the most amazing thing for yourself and you're gonna feel so good and allow yourself to be mm. good mm. yeah and just yeah so you said a thousand times before just accept yeah accept accept what is and don't Don't accept to be miserable. No. Don't accept to be miserable. Accept to be happy. Like, you're allowed to be happy. Yeah. Don't give a fuck about what <laughs> some grandma says or yeah. the guy in the store. Like, you don't have to be anybody else than yourself. And if you want to be happy, then you actually have to accept to be happy. You're not going to get happy accepting anything else. But how do you actually not care about other people's opinions or comments about you you know what i mean yeah i, I know 100 do <laughs> have you experienced that before i definitely do because there's a lot of people telling me this like how do you not care mm. and i do care like i i definitely do but i try not to but do you have like a system like okay this is information i'm just gonna put it here someplace in my mind i think i'm very i need i do i get so much information like everybody else does mm. probably but like i get like because i talk a lot like i talk a lot where i want to be i talk a lot about who i am bro like all of this i talk a lot mm. and i love to talk because there's there's that's why i am where i am Like, if I hadn't talked and opened up and... Like, for example, we had a guest at our gym yesterday from Hungary. And she's a UFC fighter. Mm. And we started, like, we never met before. And we started off, like, 
the second that we met, we just got straight into the deep stuff. Mm. And when we're talking about life situations and how she felt the last two years and being in a rut and like having the coaches that she has and and the way that she's always acted like this tough girl and then she figured out like it's better just to cry it out like mm. all of this and then and then being in that position crying on training having her her coach saying like you can't do this because mm. she's like super old school and you don't cry and mm. all of this but but in the end of the day like it all that matters is like how are you gonna get to the mental state and get in the position that you need to be to be your best mm. and if that's crying on training then fucking cry and yeah. don't care about what anyone else thinks because either they get uncomfortable yeah. or they're actually envious yeah like yeah. i know i was this one time i i hit my head quite badly mm -hmm. at training mm -hmm. so i was obviously crying <laughs> and then uh when i i think it was like two weeks later or something when i came back mm. uh i hit my head again no and i was like fuck this <laughs> i don't want to do this yeah and so i just sat outside and started crying mm. and the trainer was like come back to training and i was like yeah. no i'm crying he's yeah. like so what i'm like the other guys are going to see that i'm crying and he's like so what mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah so fucking what <sighs> i don't know so, that's why I mean, like, as long as your first priority is yourself, then what's supposed to be in your life is going to be in your life. And mm. what's not, it's it's not. Mm. And it's like a relationship. Like, if you're in a bad relationship, and probably it's going to end at some point, hopefully. Mm. Right? But there you're going through it because the, you're going to learn from it. Mm. And and usually, like my dad always said, because whenever I have people crossing me and, and like making me or doing bad towards me, because mm. there is a lot of bad shit, mm. but then it's like how you deal with it that, mm. that actually matters. Mm. But sometimes I've been caught up in bad situations and, and, and people doing me wrong and then actually being in this very negative state. And my dad would always say, like, please remember that most people are good. Mm. Although they're not good for you, mm. they're probably their intentions. And they're, they're good. And like, yeah. of course, there's bad people yeah. out there that are blinded as hell. Mm. But just remembered, most people are good. Yeah. And the world is usually a good place. Yeah, I try to remember myself the same thing, right? I tell myself that I live in a friendly universe. Yeah. And it only wants for good things to happen to me. Yeah. So if something that I label as bad or negative mm. happens, I'm like, oh, wait, but... I live in a friendly universe, so this yeah. has to be good in a way. Yeah. In what ways yeah. is this thing good? Yeah. And then you can always find something good. Yeah. If you look for good, you will find good. Yeah. And some people, like, I can find myself sometimes, like, people, once I didn't, like, I, I just hear 
us now like talking about yeah just accept being happy <laughs> and all of this and i know that once you're in the negative space then you don't want to hear that stuff mm-hmm. like how the fuck can i be happy like i'm not allowing that to be mm-hmm. and it's uncomfortable and the world shouldn't be happy and all of this but like why not mm-hmm. why the fuck not should it not be mm-hmm. like why would you go life being negative and it's just this is like a week old for me like this way of thinking in a way like i i would be in a mental state usually like i should be in a bad place like i'm allowing myself to be bad yeah and not happy and but there's no reason there's no one telling me that i had to be not happy and all of this it's just Mm something that came to be mm. but then why not use that energy on actually allowing yourself to be happy like it, for me like it amazes me how mm. much and how many years i've been living like that and yeah. just spiraling down 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 whenever i get happy because yeah. it's so weird like it's <laughs> like know. it's mind-blowing it is and there's so many people like that mm. there's so many people that are just using the same amount of energy they could use on being happy and allowing themselves to be happy on allowing themselves to be miserable and yeah just and, yeah, accepting yeah. bad shit yeah but it's it's so interesting and it, just to like find the balance because what we <clears throat> talked about earlier and earlier in our conversation like mm-hmm. to look uh, if you're in this downward spiral mm-hmm. of negative thoughts and mm. um, you like you need to look at look at other people what are mm. they doing mm. um but at some point you need to stop looking out and mm. look inside mm. like how do you find that balance in a way because yeah. uh oh, it's definitely uh, a balance it's it's so easy if you're in this negative mood uh to to be like everyone else is the problem I'm yeah. not the problem. And then you're like, okay, so you need to fix, you need to change. Yeah. And you need to change and you need to change. And then there's, you can change, but you don't, it's not like you have to become a whole new person, mm. but you can just change one thought. Mm-hmm. And then that will help you to, if you're like, instead of thinking this is bad, mm. you can just change it to, Maybe this is good. Yeah. I mean, I think a big thing is that most people, or I would I would talk for myself now, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but I find it so hard to accept that I'm not good at something. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because I love being the best at something. Mm-hmm. Like, I love being the best. But I'm terrible at a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And until you actually realize that you're ter- terrible at something you're not going to get better. So, for example, I have my relationship to my parents. I, once you get in, like, your teens and you kind of get more closed in and all of this, and that's the time that you should be the most open Mm. with your closest people. It doesn't have to be your parents, but just the closest people. Just Mm. have someone to talk to. Mm. And, And you choose who? But you have to choose someone, right? Not sitting with yourself all mm. the time. Mm. But I did. Like, I I went so far in deep in myself. Like, I closed out everything. And especially the ones that were 
close to me. Mm. And and I just started opening up mm. in that way. Like I had my peri- periods that I could open up more, but then I would always shut down mm. again. What do you think that... What? Scared. Yeah. Uh, crazy scared <laughs> yeah. about the closest people listening to your weakest thoughts and mm. and yeah it was just so scary mm. but once you actually start opening probably the one that you should open up the most to is the person that you feel like you are most afraid of mm. like for example that is my mom mm. <laughs> like i have a so hard time accepting opening up to her like just on just i don't know why it's just like i every single part of me is like don't do this Mm. and then now i'm in that space like i want to do it like i really need to challenge myself of actually opening up to her and the first time i did like she's like yeah but i have the same like everything was just like so easy for her like oh i know this and like for example the 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 we have a lot in, co- in common when it comes to 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 the food and like yeah. how to because when we're we're having anxiety we like our body uh, answers in our we get mentally hungry and we get mentally thirsty yeah and she has exactly the same thing. Like, yeah, I know. I've had this for many years. Like, yeah. and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and but and she's probably told me this like a million times yeah. before in different ways. But I wasn't open to it. I was so close in like, don't come here. Don't tell me anything. Like, I know what's good for me. Blah. <laughs> I didn't. Like, no. I did not. <laughs> and then once you kind of like lower your guard and just let people that loves you the most in Mm. oof that's a power Mm. that's a crazy big power if you actually lower your guard let your loved ones like a hundred percent have have to see you yeah and to 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 be connected with you and and allowing uh, them in then there's yeah there's so much power in that Mm. It's so interesting because it seems like all we want to do as a society is to be seen. Mm-hmm. But but when people actually see us, we're like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. And don't do this. This <laughs> yeah. is uncomfortable. Yeah, yes. Like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's when things get uncomfortable, that's when we grow. And when we grow as a person, we become a better version of ourselves. A hundred percent. We inspire others to to do the same mm-hmm. and maybe like check out how how does it feel to be uncomfortable and it, it it's not fun it's like that's why I like started with yeah. the jiu-jitsu I was like I'm gonna practice being the worst at something because like you I just I like to the best do to be the best 100%. I hate to lose yeah and like every training I'm like yeah this. I suck at this. <laughs> I still suck. <laughs> um, but yeah. I know that it's so good for me. It's mm-hmm. so good to just get back on the mat. Do it again. Yeah. Like never quit on yourself. If you find something that makes you uncomfortable, 
just be there because <laughs> you're supposed to be there <laughs> and again like your intentions and like your gut what your gut is telling you is probably intuition yeah. and gut is telling you is probably uncomfortable <laughs> but that's where you're supposed to be <laughs> And I mean, me being an athlete, I mean, I have to fall in love with it. Mm. I can tell you, like, most people are like, just from the outside, just uh, when I went into MMA, like, yeah, that's going to be easy for you. <laughs> like, I kid you not, I was crying probably every single training for a, like six months. The first six months that I did MMA, like, it was terrible. Still, I can cry <laughs> out of frustration, but, like, I... It was so uncomfortable. Like, who the hell likes to be, like, getting <laughs> kicked and punched in the face? Like, no one does that. <laughs> There's no, like, part of us that find that natural. No. Like, you're always not wanting to be punched in the face, but that's that's what I chose to do. So I was like, I need to learn this. Like, I need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. So, so I was crying hard <laughs> for many months yeah. just to like, get, but then it gets better. Like, mm -hmm. now I only cry like once a month, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. it gets easier. Yeah. But you have to, you have to dare to be in the uncomfortable because the person that you become from that is just you're just gonna fall more in love with yourself mm. and and then your your task in what you're supposed to do then is allowing yourself to fall in your love with yourself <laughs> mm. and then everything around you will will follow yeah. and the persons that you sh should and need to have in your life will be there and the people that you shouldn't and not supposed to have in your life they will not be there yeah. so yeah just just follow your gut and dare to be happy beautiful definitely yeah, it's awesome uh, it's a great way to end our conversation also is there anything else you would like to add maybe where where can we find you Where we can find yeah. me. If people This want to follow your extrovert person, <laughs> you can. <follow. laughs> no, you can. Uh, I have. A, I have a YouTube that I want to like build up, mm -hmm. but I I tried it on my own and I I don't have the time, so I need to find someone. Mm -hmm. So I'm out looking um, for a person to do my YouTube for me. So that's gonna be something that is coming up um, during the year, but. Now I'm only active on Instagram. Mm. So you can find me at c.bol, like Bolander. And uh, yeah, that's basically where you find me the most. Mm. Doing like, uh, yeah, different shit. Mm. So, well, yeah. Thank you. It's been a true joy talking to you. <laughs> you too. So much fun. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love talking. That's not hard to. Yeah, I'm talk. not hard to ask. No. But yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for now. Yeah. Bye. Bye.